All right, Chevre, we are in the middle of chapter 23. The Alter Rebbe is spending a lot of time speaking about what we, Bahashgach Pratas just read in the Aseda Sadibris, contrasting the first and the second commandment. In other words, that we have a mitzvah to believe in the unity of Hashem, and we are prohibited to uh, participate in any way, shape, or form in idol worship. And the way the Alter Rebbe is explaining our mitzvah of affirming the unity of God versus the Isra of Avedozara, that it's not only speaking to one who denies the existence of a creator. The Alter Rebbe says that the mitzvah of the unity of God and the exclusion of Avedozara is coming to teach us that even if you have a person that believes that God created the world, but they don't view God as the master of every little thing that's happening right now. Or they deny in the concept of Hashgacha Pratis. So there's a creator. Many people believe in a creator. But to say that God is involved in every single thing that's happening right now, that's something for which you have to have a Muna. Because this belief that we all have is constantly being challenged by reality. That's the biggest challenge when you look at the world and you see things that are happening. And to say that this, which to us appears very not good, this is God's direct doing. That Hashem is now the master in the world, that's the struggle that whether we are aware or less aware of that we all undergo. We say the words, but then we don't fully accept that God is the master in the world. You know, it's interesting, in one of the debates that Alter Rebbe had when he was younger, and when he was advocating the Torah of the Baal Shem Tev, that, that very strongly tells us that we have to believe in Hashgacha Pratis, even though many of the said that there's only Hashgacha Klolis. So the, the Baal Shem Tev is saying that no one ever debated Hashgacha Pratis. The difference is, is that God only has a general oversight over a species. God doesn't want that certain things should become extinct. But that every single animal has its specific purpose and every little detail of everything that's happening is under God's direct current providence. Some people mistakenly uh, did not accept that. And, uh, and, and, and we, have, we, we know that everyone believes in that. Even those who said that there's only Hashgacha Klolis, what they are saying is, is that we can only understand the Hashgacha Klolis. Because it's beyond the human mind to comprehend that every single thing that's happening is happening directly by God and everything is part of the big master plan. That's something that's beyond our understanding and especially theologically when it comes to things that appear to be bad. To say that this is God's doing, it's something that we struggle with, whether we are aware or not, and we have to accept God as the master of the world. So after the Alter Rebbe speaks a lot about this idea, the Alter Rebbe then links our observance Every time a Jew does a mitzvah, the Jew is expressing the belief in Hashgacha Pratis. Because if I believe that God is the master of the world, and God wants these things to happen, and God doesn't want other things to happen, let's word it in the negative, if I sin, my sin is a denial of God's, God's mastery of the world. And it doesn't matter what sin that is. Because I know what God wants, and God is the master. What does the sin mean? A sin means, I know what you want, God, but I want something different, and for one moment, I'm going to get my way. So that's a denial in Achtus Hashem. 
which is amazing. You should know that, that Hasidus, this week's Parsha, at the end of the Parsha, we're going to have the famous statement that we told Hashem, Nasev and Nishma. Now, how do you translate Nasev and Nishma? How were we taught Nasev and Nishma, the Pshat? Nasev means that we'll do what God says, whether we understand it or not. And then we'll aspire to understand. Nasev is on the action, Nishma is on the understanding. Emes. However, there are many layers in the meaning of Nasev and Nishma. Hasidus explains Nasev and Nishma very different. Very different. That Nasev, when a person is submitting oneself to the will of God, there are two different ways of doing it. There is a person that could submit to all of the commandments. So it means if God gave me 613 commandments, I'm saying yes for this and yes for that and yes for the other. Or there can be one act of submission, which is I'm not submitting myself to the specific commandment. I am submitting myself to the king. I'm telling the king, no matter what you say, I'm going to do it. That submission is beyond the specificities of the mitzvahs. That's the way Hasidish teaches Nasha. Nasha means God, it's more than I'm going to do tefillin. If I say yes to tefillin, I'm not saying yes to God. Nasa means I'm saying yes to God. I'm saying yes to Achtos Hashem, that you are the master of the world and you want. And I will say yes, meaning that I in my action will say yes, not my mouth. That my behavior will reflect the fact that you are the master. So wherever we don't know what God wants, then we have to do our best to figure out what do we think is the right thing to do. When it comes to the mitzvahs, when it comes to Shulchan Aruch, we know what God wants. So saying Nasa to God means not saying the words Nasa. It means observing. And denying God's mastery is expressed. A person can say, I believe that God is the master of the world. But if my action says otherwise, what counts is what I do, not what I say. Which is a Gavaldike concept. And al Tareb is leading with all this thought, we, just in the bigger picture of the Tanya, we're speaking about people that have a harder time feeling the love to God, getting inspired. So the Alter Rebbe is telling us that being that every Jew by inheritance, we have this latent Avas Hashem. And if a Jew throughout history was challenged, serve an idol, literally, or lose your life, many Jews, even Jews that consciously were not believers, they gave up their life to God. So the Alter Rebbe says, if we spend time making this linkage, that the observance of the mitzvahs is Achtus Hashem. And any sin, no matter how big or little, is Avaidazara. Because at that time, our actions are expressing our denial in God's mastery over the world. If you make that link properly, then you will never be able to sin. It's another technique that we are using in order not to sin. And Al Rebbe beautifully explains, Bachal, that when we speak about God's desire, what does God want? Let's speak about the human desire. A person has many desires. However, the many desires should never be put on the same platform. We have what Hasidus calls, or what Kabbalah calls, an inner desire and an outer desire. Lamashal, a person desires a few dollars. Why do, you, why do you desire the few dollars? Not because you want the money. If you'll be living in the, in the forest somewhere, the money won't do anything for you. You want that which the money gets you. You want that which you can get with money. That's what you want. And go further. And why do you want that? 
you'll go deeper and deeper, you'll see that most of the things that we want, we don't want them because we inherently want them. We want them because they bring us something that we do want. And maybe that thing is also not what we inherently want. Right? You buy yourself a beautiful new car and you, and you have pleasure. You don't have pleasure from the car. You have pleasure from the feeling that you get when you go into your new car. If you can figure out how to circumvent and how to get that feeling without a new car, you just save yourself $30,000 because you, you, talk, you don't want it. When, when you want something, you want it because you see that as the means to something else. So there's the inner will and the outer will. There are many outer wills, many. But if you go to the core, there's only one inner will. Now by the animal soul, the Alter Rebbe says, what's the core will? You want to live. That's the, and everything that you want is connected to that. And it's not as deep as that. Which is why you will sacrifice everything in order to live. That's the animal's inner will. What is God's inner will? Now we're, we're taking a big chutzpah. What, who, what do we know about God? We don't know, but God told us what He really wants. And listen to this. You know what God wants? What is God's inner will? He wants for a physical Jew to learn tight and to keep mitzvahs. And everything else that he wanted is as a result of this inner will. Which means that when we learn tight and when we keep mitzvahs, we are a vehicle, we are expressing God's inner will. Speaking about bringing God into the world or connecting the world to God. God's inner will is only realized when we make the right choice. And that's why the Alter Rebbe speaks a lot about a Merkava. Merkava means a chariot. A Merkava means, like we spoke out here Friday, that just like you cannot get to certain places if you don't have a chariot. If you don't have the horse, you can't go to the top of the mountain. That's the way it is. Kaviyachal, God has a will. And God cannot get His will fulfilled without the chariot. There is something that is needed that will bring God's will into fruition. Who, what's God's chariot? A Jewish person learning Torah and keeping mitzvahs. Because when we do that, and we have the freedom of choice not to, but when we make the right choice, imagine what we're doing. We're bringing God's inner will into reality. And that's the greatest expression of Achtos Hashem. And God forbid the same thing is in the opposite. That if I am not doing what God wants, then I'm blocking God's inner will. I'm fighting against God's inner will. I'm not allowing God's inner will to be the master in the world. Then God's inner will is only in God, but it's not happening. And that has nothing to do with the type of mitzvah that we're keeping. Whether it is the chamur shabachamurais, whether it is something uh, relatively, relatively not that important. It, this is a mitzvah. It's connected to Yiddishkeit. This is the kavana for everything. You know, when God created the world, God saw a Jew in Golos, learning trade and keeping mitzvahs. That's what God saw. And in order to get that, God made everything else. That means that the world of Atzilos and the world of Bria, all of these worlds were created for us right now on a Sunday morning to be sharing a few words of Torah. It's amazing. And this both inspires people. It, it gives a lot of inspiration when you think about it that way. To keep mitzvahs. And it's the greatest um, the source of Koyach not to make a mistake when you understand that this mistake is taka, town to mount, to idol worship. Because if I do this wrong thing, that action is denying God's mastery. And Hashem isn't only the creator, but God is the manhigai. And that will be another path of having the koyach to be a benini, 
even when you're not in the mood of being a Benini, understand that a, in, the, in the right way, that the best way to express Achtos Hashem is through our actions of the mitzvahs.